You're listening to Culture Camp. Tune in each week to hear from an amazing lineup of athletes, CEOs, founders, and more who have created winning cultures in their organization. Each will share the secrets to creating a culture in your business that will lead you to thrive. Are you ready? Here's your host, Jason Haugen. All right, welcome back to another episode of Culture Camp. I got a really fun one for you guys today. I got one that fits perfectly with Culture Camp. It is a a tech software that I think is unbelievable for engagement and overall experience. And I got the founder and CEO of Experience You, Mr. Colt Flinton. Thank you for being on the show. Jason, thank you for having me. This is going to be great. So and I'm very, very excited about this because there's nothing more, of course, than I love about culture and making it easier for employee engagement, for customer engagement, for that overall experience, literally, because you know your whole MO is experience you is what the, yeah. the name of the company is called, which I'm very excited to to get into. I have you know partnered with with you guys and um, and an equity partner, and I'm very very excited about the possibilities that are going to happen with this because I think it's going to be one of the best. Or it's going to be the best platform for employee engagement, customer engagement, anything experience, which we'll get into in a little bit. But um, I would love to talk about your story. Um, you've been in tech for a while, uh, been around the block with a very prominent individual, which we can get into if you want to throw some names out there. But um, he's a owner of a, a sports team out here. But and you were kind of there at the beginning. So let's just kind of get into the story, you know, how you got into tech and what led you to the moment you thought about experience you. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, from that perspective, one thing, you know, I had the privilege of working for Qualtrics. And, you know, what they really taught me during my time there was just the sense of and the importance of engagement um, in really all aspects of our life. If you think about it from just even our personal lives, like relationships, that's where they're built with those strong, you know, touches, engagements. And that's how you build that rapport, that friendships and so forth. And in a business setting like that's even escalated more. We've all had awesome opportunities where the engagement was spot on. We've also had those negative experiences when the engagement was lacking. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's where really this, this began, um, you know, we're seeing like some of that stuff take place at Qualtrics and then going on from there. Um, it was actually during my, my time, uh, I guess, right before Qualtrics, my daughter, um, our oldest daughter, She's now 12, but she went through kind of the ringer. So we were very blessed and fortunate. So she was born with a number of medical issues. Wow. And, um, you know, she was born with, uh, without a rectum called an perforated anus. So they had to go in. And again, we were fortunate enough to, and blessed enough to, to have found that out while in utero before she was born. And so we were able to prepare accordingly and, and, you know, we knew the challenges that she'd have in front of her. And one of those was uh, having uh, surgery within the first 24 hours of her existence. Wow. And so that was, you know, a crazy whirlwind. Um, but the night before her surgery, I go to check on her. My wife had delivered at the U. She's at Primary Children's. Um, and the nurse approaches me and she's like, dude, your daughter Madison's doing so good considering the heart condition she has. I'm like, what heart condition? Like, how does this even happen? Like, you must be talking about a different Madison or a different patient because like our daughter has this laundry list of, of issues and that's not one of them. And so, 
you know, she's like, well, the cardiologist didn't talk to you. And at this point, I'm just kind of a little annoyed. I'm like, no, like, you're not talking about wow. my daughter. She doesn't have these and, issues. And this is the U. Yeah, this yeah. Is a big the hospital. hospital. Big hospital. And so we're, I'm sitting there and she's like, well, let me go get some information for you. And I was like, at this point, I'm still like trying to pick my job off the floor. I'm like, what's, what's, what's going on? So she comes back with like this Google WebMD type document and I, I look at it and I start reading it. And like within the first sentence of the first paragraph, it's like life expectancy, 18 months. I'm like, wow, are you kidding me? Like, how am I supposed to go back and tell my wife that just had this like almost emergency type C-section, like that our daughter, you know, has 18 months to live. Right. And Anyhow, it was this crazy just whirlwind, this 24 hours that was just traumatizing. I mean, you can imagine you have kids like, yeah. um, and this was our first one. And so like, oh, wow. I'm like, man, this, this isn't like how it is in the movies where you just show up at the hospital and you go home the next day with the baby. Right. And so, um, <laughs> so anyhow, you know, that next 24 hours was just literally pretty much hell because until we could meet with the cardiologist, we had no clue as to really what to expect right and uh, you know there was no really very little engagement besides this paper you know the education or misinformation at that was you know was there but there was really not a ton of communication and so anyhow the next day we finally meet with the cardiologist and as i'm sitting there talking with him i'm like what do the next 18 months look like he kind of looks at me like with this weird look he's like what are you talking about I'm like, well, according to the information that this nurse gave me, like our daughter has 18 months to live. So I show him the, the paperwork. And then at this point, he's kind of gets this puzzled look on his face and crumbles it up and kind of tosses it in the trash can. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, really? as a parent, I'm like, this is so confusing. And so ultimately, like, he's like, hey, let, let me shoot straight. Like your daughter will require open heart surgery at around like six to eight months. But then from there, like, she's going to live a normal, healthy life. She may have additional surgeries down the road. And so you can imagine, like, all of this, like, That's stress. A, I can imagine. <laughs> like, can just, imagine. like, gets built up. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, it's not as bad as, as it is. And so at that moment, I'm, like, start talking to him more. Um, and he's like, yeah, like, unfortunately, this is something that just happens because I asked him, I was like, does this happen frequently? And he's like, unfortunately, yeah. And I'm like, well, how do you have like this information that you can share with your patients? He's like, I do it. I just don't have a platform that I can really, you know, ultimately engage, educate, and communicate with the patient. So at that time, I, you know, it's like, dang, it automatically became a passion of mine because the turmoil we, we went through, I, I don't know the statistics of how many other parents have gone through the same situation or same circumstance but i was like man we need to find a solution to to fix this to mitigate this right and you know really also in talking with him it's like it's not fair to to them because they're just trying to help right they're just trying to provide that that nurse was just trying to be a helpful just be helpful right but you know that's the problem is like there's a lot of misinformation out there and then what happens in those situations and circumstances is now all of a sudden it takes the narrative out of their hand and their control and puts it into the likes of technology like google or right. webmd and some of these things where they do have some good information a lot of it's actually good but it's that small percent 
message that right. kind of isn't, right? It's kind right. of like those reviews. Like you could have a thousand five-star reviews, but you have five two-star reviews. Like right. that's what people well, see. Well, then you go, you go look on like Google and there's, you go, I, you know, I'm feeling this way. And then there's a bunch of different things. And yeah. a lot of them contradict themselves. And it's Absolutely. like, well, how do I know? Okay, well, I'm either going to die or I'm not going to die. Or this is either serious or not serious. Yep. And then it goes... But there's four levels because there's, you know, not serious and then there's super serious. But it's like, well, what level do I have? Like, it's just confusing. So confusing. And so at that point, like, we're, you know, we're sitting there and finally, like, like I mentioned, I'm like, man, I have to figure out a solution to solve this. Well, because of my daughter's situation, like we weren't in a in a spot in our life to to go full born into something like this. So I kind of tabled it, put it on the shelf in the back of the mind and was like, you know, hopefully there'll come a time and an opportunity that makes sense to to move forward with this. Um, and so during that time, which it ended up being like, you know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty in these situations, but you look back and I was very blessed and fortunate to have got into. So I was a uh, market star at the time, uh, a tech company, company here locally that I was able to get some good experience and I was able to move on into some different positions working for the likes of like Seagate Technologies, wow. uh, as you alluded to, uh, spent some time at Qualtrics and was able to get some good tech experience. And so by doing so, it, it really helped me like understand tech in a, in a different way, in a different light from, you know, the sales and marketing, because that's where I, I kind of started. And then with my a lot of my experience in tech was creating strategic partnerships through reseller programs, partner programs. And so that's really helped set me up and experience you up for success right. as that's been a lot of our, you know, go to market type strategies is around those, those partners. And so, um, but yeah, my time at, at Qualtrics, it, it was phenomenal. Like, you know, I was pretty early on, considering to how big they are now. Right. But so we, we were able to have some, some really awesome, you know, experiences with, uh, you know, the likes of, of Ryan Smith who's just, you know, a phenomenal, phenomenal dude, but, and has built an exceptional company, but that's really where, like, at that point I was like, man, I, I need to solve this problem. So, um, Fast forward to last year, I had, you know, there's an opportunity um, to really jump full board into this. And, you know, I, I told my wife this was going to be a, a wild ride. So buckle up and and here we go. And, and sure right. enough, it has been. Um, but again, like the the biggest thing and, you know, obviously you're, you're an equity partner. And that's, you know, the, the reason that I'm so appreciative and excited to have you on board is just because what we're talking about today, you know, the culture aspect of things and the experience, right. you know, when I first started, you know, my why is really my daughter. And so we really started focusing and engaging in healthcare, which there's such a huge need and demand. Um, and we can see that day in and day out. Like, I mean, prime example, I mean, how often would you go to the doctor more if you were the, the doctor was more engaged, right. educated you, whether that was dentistry. I mean, I'm the perfect candidate for dentists. I mean, I should be going a lot more frequent than I do, but like, it's not top of mind. And, right. you know, we fill our stuff with 
other things. I mean, I take better care of my car probably than I do of my health just because right. it's well, top, of mind. Mind, top yeah. of mind. Right. And so, um, that's where we're trying to change this. Like I mentioned, we started in the healthcare world. Um, and that's really been my focus and passion, but as I've, I've done that and participated in some other podcasts and so forth, I've had people reach out. That's like, man, your technology is powerful. You know, how can, you know, can I use it in my business that's not healthcare related? And, and that really got, got me thinking, you and I even had a conversation just the other day about it. Like, okay, well, how, how can we grow and expand this? Because from a technology perspective, it's like, it's vertical agnostic. We can right. go to any vertical. A- anything. And yeah. like, like any business, anybody, any, any individual um, can benefit from better and, and it helps our culture because yeah. at the end of the day, like engagement, if you have no engagement and you have no touch and you have no personal vibe or anything like that's, that's like a, like a discontent, like culture, right? But like, you know, if, I, if no one could get a hold of me or I wasn't involved or there was no engagement with me, like that, that's hard. And, and I do feel like it is at a high, high level in, in, in medical mist. Like I've never been to a, med, a doctor's appointment that they have introduced the doctor to me before I went. And then after the doctor's appointment, they give me a white sheet that explains nothing. And then there's no education. Like there's no video of education or anything like that. And you go home and you're like, I have no idea. Like, I don't even know what happened. Like, I don't even know this. Like, I have no clue who, who, no clue who this doctor is. Um, there's no education. There's no personal touch. They just don't care. And then, then are you, you, you probably don't go back. I mean, how many people, I mean, probably if you're listening to this right now, there are so many doctors that you go to that you probably never go back to. And a lot of it, like, you can almost like a lot of doctors and this sounds really bad. And I know that I, I love doctors. I have a lot of doctors, friends, but a lot of doctors, especially in like urgent care, like they're just there. Like they have no, like it's almost like they have no interest in being there. Like yeah. it's like, let's just figure out what's wrong with you. You feel sick. Let's get you some medicine. Never see you again. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like you're rolling through the patients, but I think in dentistry, I think in, in, in like family practices and different things like that, like that personal touch of those educational tips, those things, how to get my health really in order where it makes it seem like you actually care. Like, hey, I know that you have diabetes. Here's some things. Like, hey, it's been two months since we met. Here are some things that we, you can work on. Or, hey, remember, it's the it's Christmas time. Remember the treats. Remember, you got to do this. Like, that personal touch, it's like, huh. Like, nobody does that. Yeah. But, there, I mean, there's a lot of, like, top of mind, right? There's a lot of businesses and some people that try to engage like that. But with this platform, I mean, it, it it's a whole other level of, of engagement um, you know, to customers and even to your employees, which goes a lot about in culture, which, you know, we talked about the other day. Can you explain a little bit more, you know, about the employee side of this as well? Yeah. I mean, I, I think we've all been in a situation at one point or another within our careers where, you know, we've transit transitioned into different opportunities or, or different career paths. And we, we start there and, you know, it's that new and exciting. It's like the first day of school, you, you get super stoked and pumped you know, for it, you're like, oh, this is awesome. You know, this is gonna, you know, add value and benefit my my family. And, you know, in most of those situations, hopefully it wasn't just a lateral move, but, you know, it, financially and, and temporally, it, it really, you know, helps helps your situation out. Right. But the the thing that, that happens is a lot of times those, that honeymoon's short-lived, right? Right. All of a sudden you're a week or two into it and you're like, what, is this really the right fit? Like, looked a lot better on paper right and now all of a sudden you're questioning if you made the right decision or not well where our solution comes in the cool thing about our solution is it's a content management platform and what i mean by that is what we do is we help organizations in any vertical 
better engage, communicate, and educate their with their audience and connect with their audience. And so in this instance, like, you know, imagine now that first day, like even prior to, to going, like you get a text from, you know, one of the executives or your team lead or manager saying, Hey, a personal note from Colt to Colt, like, Hey, welcome to the team. You know, we're excited to have you, you know, start on, on Monday, you know, maybe you receive that text on Saturday and, you know, here's what to expect. You know, here's your login credentials to our employee portal. You know, you can go in and start selecting your insurance. Here's an outline of what's going to happen this week. And oh, by the way, I'm going to turn the time over to some of your teammates from a, a welcome perspective. Now, all of a sudden, like from a culture perspective, think about how impactful that is now that you can go into a situation where you already feel like you're part of a team. Right. You know, a lot of times and, you know, these organizations have a, a trainer or trainee that's going to a trainer that's going to train you like and, and help show you the ropes. But like a lot of times you don't know that person until you show up and there's a lot of good ones out there, but also there's some duds where they're like, you can tell that they don't want to be there. And they, they're even in, in some ways probably threatened by you because they think that you're going to take their job or something. And, right. and so it just creates this awkward environment. But now if you have that from the onset where it's like, Oh, I already know, you know, so-and-so that's going to be training me because they sent me this message. It just, it makes it that much more meaningful. But even throughout that process is if you look at it from, you know, a middle to upper management perspective, you know, a lot of the reason most employees leave is because of that lack of engagement, that right. lack of uh, progress and things of that nature that doesn't really, um, you know, they just feel stagnant. And, right. you know, if, if you're getting or to receive a, even if it was a monthly thing, even if it was from the CEO, just being like, Hey dude, I know this job can be a grind, but you're doing a great job. You know, you're one step closer to that promotion or that career path that, you know, you've chosen and, and giving and setting those proper expectations again through, you know, engaging, educating and communicating like that's just so powerful. I mean, right. um, you can see it. Yeah. Just in, in your day to day life. But yeah, to me, like I look at some of the positions where, uh, throughout my career where it was like, oh man, like if I would have just had that kind of mentorship or that coaching right. or someone just saying like, dude, you're doing a good job. Like right. keep killing it. Like, that would have gone a, a long way. And that's sometimes specifically with these larger companies, it can, you can kind of get lost in the shuffle. Right. And, um, and, and unfortunately that, that leads to employee churn. And, and a lot of times it's just because again, that lack of engagement and education. So, yeah, no, I, I think it's so true. And, you know, we use, you know, various different platforms, but at the end of the day, like a text message is the best. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm trying to engage with people, I think a text message is the best. Like, you know, we have the chats and we have different things. We have emails, but I still am way more apt to get a, a hold of somebody using a text message or thing, you know, their cell phone number, but like, cause they're, that, they're connected to that the most. Um, even like sometimes I have to turn my notifications off my chats. Cause I mean, I got 200 people and they're talking all the time and I'm like, Hey guys, like chill. Um, but you know, when you have that engagement, like I have an email that goes out every single Monday, you know, my little motivational Monday email, um, to organization. And, you know, I, I, I guess I could uh, check the, the open rate, but if I had a video that was texted out every Monday that I just had to spend, see, the cool thing about the platform is it's all, it's, it's a template, right? Like it, it tells you exactly how to shoot the video. 
cool music if you want the music and how to set it all up. Like it's all done for you. You just push click and like play, um, you know, and shoot and do all the things. Like you fill it out. It's not like you have to go reinvent the wheel here. And that's what I love about the platform. That's why I'm, you know, wholly bought it or, you know, solely bought into it because um, it just, you know, kiss, you know, keep it simple, stupid. Like it's just the easiest thing in the world. And so, but if I had that message go out every Monday, like it's a personal message from me, my face to them. Well, some people, especially if you don't have, you know, like, you know, I got dealerships in you know, a couple of different states. They all don't know who I am. Yeah. Um, they might see me, you know, on social media or this and then the other, but, and then I'm in the handbook. But my, I'm not going to lie. Like that picture's old. I got to update it. Um, but it just means a lot more. Right. And so I feel like, you know, if you're out there and you're wondering, like, I have a lot of questions in engagement and a lot of people are like, how do we engage? How do we keep this? How do we keep that? And I think that just getting in front of them, well, I can't get in front of them all the time. Well, you can because shoot a video. And I feel like the, a really good way to do that is in, is in text message, as well as if you're a business owner, it's with your customers. Um, a good buddy of mine is Dan Young, who owns PC laptops and Zydex laptops. Everybody knows him as the dude on the, on the commercials, um, the we love you, you know, and, but he has that personal touch and he actually told me, you know, in, in one of our podcasts that we've done together that, Hey, like you, you gotta be out there in front of people more in front of your customers and, and take the feedback, even if it's negative feedback, what's well, a better way of text everybody a video and say, Hey, welcome to the, how can I be? Cause our mission statement is we take people on outdoor adventures, providing great products, excellent customer service while welcoming, welcoming them to the how can RV family. And so I could send a message that says, hey, here's our mission statement. And I just want to welcome you to the Haugen RV family. I'm Jason Haugen, you know, CEO of the company, but so on and so forth. Thank you for your purchase. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That takes a little bit to get out in front of customers, but how much more engaging are people and how much more are they to tell their, you know, they go to work the next day in the break room. They're like, hey, look at this video I got from the owner of the company or the CEO of the company. And they're like, whoa. Like, that's pretty cool. I've never got that. Like, I, I, I shop at Target all the time. Or not, not, I guess not anymore because I'm not allowed to according to cancel culture or whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, I uh, or not cancel culture, but the stupid things that they've done. But say I go to, hopefully Smith's is okay. And so, um, you know, I go shop at Smith's all the time. I never get a thank you. I never get a, you know, any, any message from yeah. them, right? It's just that engagement piece where it's that relationship capital that you're depositing. It's, it's where you're top of mind, like you say, where if you keep sending them those videos and keep sending them that, those, you know, touch points, you're top of mind to tell someone that, you know, your dentist sends you a video and says, happy birthday, Colt. Well, dude, look at this video. Oh my, that's cool. Oh, I need to go to the dentist. Yeah. Oh, well, book this guy's pretty cool. Like it's more apt to share. Like, I think it's just a great platform for that engagement and that, that overall experience, right? That, and that's culture. Yeah. And you're, you're exactly right. And that's really like the foundational piece of all of this, right. Is, is creating that experience, you know, obviously with experience, you, you know, it was one of those things, you know, call it inspiration, if you will, revelation or whatever you want mm -hmm. to call it. But as I was trying to think of the name, like that's literally like what came to mind and like with the tagline like it's about you right right and like let your audience experience the real you so right. like with your de dealerships that's a phenomenal you know you know with your mission statement and your vision there like it's really like you're letting them experience and and come into your family right and so but like now think about how more powerful that is is like there's so many different use cases like hey you know, it's camping season, you know, for most of you, specifically us here in the 
you know, the Rocky Mountains, the West where, you know, the weather's great outside, you know, think about how powerful it is if you were to now even get some of your your top clients that's like, hey, what, what's your go-to camping spot? Let them tell that story. And now you create that engagement, you know, through these videos that you can now promote, um, you know, within your culture and within your family. Because right. there's so, again, so many use cases or like, hey, we have this new product that we came out with, but like, I'd probably buy it, but I don't even know it exists or I'm not educated on it. You know, as, as humans, like, we've all been approached by the the awkward door-to-door salesman right and you know for me i'm the type that i like to take my time and like be educated on like what i'm buying i'm not so much an impulsive buyer and so i usually obviously being in sales i'll let them come in and give their spill and stuff but you know and i've even told them like dude if, if you were to send me like a video before and then come back and follow up with me like the cool thing with our platform is you can actually see from, a, you know, where they dropped out on the video. Like there's some pretty powering statistics and analytics behind like the way we've set it up. So right. you can see how engaged me as a consumer or the patient is like, so if you're sending this out to a thousand people, you can see literally like, oh, dang, this video wasn't as quite as powerful. We got a 78% open rate where this video got a 96% open rate like you can see where they're dropping out and now you can kind of put together some of those call to actions and again there's just unlimited use cases here when it comes to enhancing that experience and overall engagement like right we again like for me personally i if if a door-to-door person would come to me and is like hey if you know watch this or even more powerful like they take a video of someone hey we just videoed or just installed your neighbor down the street you know, here's an, an actual video of kind of that install and what they had to say about the experience. Plus, here's some more education about it. Be like, oh, wow, that's actually pretty legit because right. I could definitely use, and a lot of times I could use their service. I see the value, but I'm just not an impulse buyer. And then they never follow up because they've, you know, they do right. these blitzes and then they may come back a year or two later, but there's none of that frequent follow that's where our system can come in and help right and, and oftentimes I and mean, that's engagement right like and a lot of times if you can educate before you ever have to talk to them about it mm-hmm. um you know like you know i i love i love the fact like like we you know i'm seeing it in in at least in our dealerships where we got a customer that wants you know hey i'm looking at this this trailer whatever okay i'm gonna set the appointment on monday at three o'clock well, if that dude went out there and did a walk around or started sending them some videos about that specific unit, that education, that because in the RV industry, our sale is really long. Mm-hmm. One, because you can't really do same day deliveries. And it, you know, that, and I guess that's really the biggest part about it. It takes, it takes a little longer to get approved and it takes a little this and that and the other. We try to do our best. Um, but if you can shorten that educational, you know, moment in time, because like, you know, when you go look at a car, you basically, you know, know what you want and, you know, cars are cars. Trailers are a whole different animal, right? You got to make sure they fit your family. They got to make sure. I mean, if you're looking at a car and you got six people, you're just trying to find a six-seater car, yep. right? But if you're looking at a trailer, I got to make sure it fits everybody. How's the dinette? How's this? How's that? Which is great. Like, we got options for everybody. But if you could educate them before they get like, hey, here's what you were talking about. Here's the two, two other options that I think would be great. Like, that education platform is so much better especially in our situation too, where our dealerships are so far away. I mean, we're very rural, you know, outside of the city. We educate them before they ever get there. 
they have three options. We might look here and there and the other, but the education, they don't need to go home and think about it because yep. they're educated on what, what best would work for them. And I feel like that in a lot of different businesses that you can, if you can educate them, even, even drip on the follow-up, like instead of like almost like use it as a sales tactic, instead of selling them, you are educating them. You know, you are reminding them, you're educating them, you're telling them about your services and what you do, you know, how the benefits of it through education, through one of their peers, you know, their neighbor, whoever that would be, I'd be like, Oh, cool. Like, and a lot of, you know, dentists, um, you know, if they're doing something, you know, one way you could be like, you know, you could, you're, you're doing something cool in dentistry. I mean, dentists, you only, you only really twice a year, right? But if you could get them in one more time for a teeth whitening a year, that's more revenue. If you can get them, you know, one more time doing something else or this or that and the other, or even selling toothbrushes to them. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of dentists will sell like, you know, your toothbrushes instead of going on Amazon, how about you sell it to them? But it's that education, right? It's that tech, constant text and education telling me what's going on with my teeth. How you feel this way, this way, that way. And there's so many things that you can use the platform and it gives that culture, that experience that, because there's nobody doing that. Cause at the end of the day, like culture is that feeling. And a lot of the feeling comes from caring. Yep. And if there's just no effort being made, there's no care. And then, you know, you generally can walk into these dentist office and it's from like, like 1980 furniture. It's smells weird. Nobody cares. They're just doing their own. Like it's, it's a completely different ballgame when you have those touch points and that experience um, way before, before they ever get on, like they, they know who you are. They know your face, they know your mannerisms, they know how you're talking, um, all the things, you know, introduce them to the, to the front desk lady or who, man, whoever, like, Hey, I know everybody in here. I feel like I'm part of them, especially new clients. Yeah. Or new customer, you know, what? I don't yeah. know, new patients. Yeah, new patients. Yeah. In dentistry. Yeah. Well, and that, that brings up a, a great kind of transition into like some of our strategic partnerships because, um, you know, a lot of times, like you alluded to, like, I have no clue who I'm, who's behind the exam room door, right? Or if right. I'm going to the dentist, like, who's going to, who's the person that's going to be messing with my mouth? And, right. you know, you see out there all the time, uh, you know, with like these different dating apps, like swipe right, swipe left. And, you know, the ultimate goal is to engage and match with that perfect, perfect person, right? Your soulmate. Right. Well, in a way, like, isn't healthcare and some of these other things the same way? Like I'm relying on someone to like, that I trust right. and that I should be vetting out rather than just showing up and being like, Oh, right. Wasn't expecting yeah. that guy behind the curtain type thing. Oh, I, dude, I have a crazy story of my uh, kidney, my first kidney doctor I went to. So I have a like stage four kidney disease and blah, 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 blah. So I went and looked at a, all I'm, all my doctor says, you know, is, Oh, Hey, like you have this, you know, we can, we can refer you. Yeah. And which I don't have any control over. Right. Yeah. Cause it's their referral. And then it's, you know, I go on and okay, they refer me to this person. Some person calls me, set up the appointment. Well, I'm trying to Google this person. Are they good? Are they bad? How long have they been a doctor? Like this is my kidneys and I'm saying I'm having to get a transplant yeah. and all these different things. Like I feel like I should know who this dude is <laughs> and I can find anything. He had a profile on the hospital that didn't have a picture. Yeah. I had no clue how he'd been in medical school. I didn't know if he was board certified, like all these things. And I'm like, this dude's about to cut me up and whatever, you know, he's going to do, he's going to be my nephrologist and all this stuff. And I have no clue who he is. <laughs> and then he walks to the door and I'm like, this guy, I mean, it looks like he just graduated high school yesterday. Like, yeah. and no offense, I mean, he's a great guy, but I'm like, I know, I have no idea what to expect. And that caused a, a big level of kind of anxiety for me. I was kind of freaking out because this is going to be, 
I mean, this literally will change my life. I mean, I, like once you have that transplant, yeah. you'll never be the same. Yeah. And I'm sitting here trusting my this guy with my life, and I have no clue who he is, no clue where he's from, no clue what he believes in. You know, I, I know nothing. So, yeah, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, no, but I felt but I had that exact experience. But, yeah, you're spot on, and it was the same, very similar experience happened with me. Um, went to a number, like, trying to figure some stuff out. I had a blood clotting um, issue, kind of a, I guess you could call it a syndrome. It's called Mayturner syndrome that I was finally diagnosed with, but it took a, a good while to, to diagnose, to be diagnosed with it. But then, like, in that, like, my first thing was, like, okay, like, I went to all these different specialists, and I'm, like, a lot to your point like i had no clue and like it's like this mystery person like does this person even exist like all of a sudden you hear some of these horror stories of like black market right crazy stuff yeah. and i'm sure like with the kidney type thing like yeah. it's like is they're gonna cut me open still my kidney and like right. and so uh that was the juarez doctor down <laughs> yeah. in or the t1 yeah again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and so um you know all these things and i'm just trying to find any type of knowledge base or education that I can wrap my mind around. And so all of a sudden I go down a lot of dark and deep holes trying to find just something that I can grasp onto. And then I'd go and like try to do research on some of these specialists that I was going to. And it was like just a, a blank avatar or no avatar or didn't even have a photo and very limited information. I'm like, and this guy's going to tell me what's wrong with me. Right. And that sense of comfort was definitely not there. And so right. I'm like, holy crap, like, how do I, how do I, how do I move forward with this? Like, am I going to the right specialist? And unfortunately there was a couple that were duds that like, I didn't have that opportunity to vet them out because there really wasn't a platform. And so that's where we partnered with a company called Patient Genie. And yep. what they do is they leverage, you know, some really cool capabilities now with the enhancements of AI they have some, you know, proprietary patent type uh, software that allows you to kind of pre-diagnose yourself. And then based off of the credentials, you know, i.e. insurance location and different things like that, it'll actually spit out, you know, 10, 15 providers in your your area that meet, you, meet your, your criteria. And like you said, a lot of them have kind of like that blank or no avatar, but at least there's some information there. Right. And then, but where we come into play is we partner with them. And as you know, they sign up, we provide that meet and greet video along with some of those educational tutorials and educational videos. Right. So now all of a sudden the control is back in the patient's hand as far as who they're vetting right. from a, a, a potential provider, um, yeah that they're looking for. So now like as a specialist, it's like, oh dude, like I totally vibe with him based off of his credentials. Like you said, his values, uh, you know, and unfortunately sometimes, you know, what's the, the old saying, a, a picture says a, a thousand words. Yeah. Um, and like, so you, you're like, oh yeah, like that, that, that guy. And now you obviously know more. So like by the time you even go through there, um, that experience and, and you finally meet with them for the first time. It's not that awkward interaction where you're like, Oh wait, uh, wait right. Are, are you the doctor? Right. Um, now it's like, Oh, you're yeah. And not, now you can have that stuff. You can have those personal relationships and those conversations. And then from a doctor perspective, like, you know, let's say you go through and you know, some of the things that we're working on in our next sprint and our software is now when you, sign up for that and let's say you go through and 
kind of pre-diagnose yourself as my dad's a podiatrist. So I'll use the example of like a bunion. Now all of a sudden, like you've had that meet and greet video, that meet and greet interaction, you choose to schedule with him. And now what happens is they'll send you a text message with that bunion video. Now what's happening is that doctors, again, controlling that narrative before you can even get on Google to be like, oh, what's a bunion? And have a gazillion different viewpoints or probably a lot of good information, but also a lot of misinformation. Now the doctor's controlling that narrative right from the onset and like through those educational videos. So it may not be a bunion that you even have, but at least you're getting educated. And then when you finally do meet with the bot doctors, like, yeah, actually you do have a bunion. And now, you know, you know, all about a, it. you know all about it. Yeah. And then, you know, there's now what to expect. Like you have a bunion. Great. Does it require surgery? Does it require this? And then now there's those follow up videos. So now there's that constant education you know, and, and that's, again, the thing, like, it's so interesting and in talking with a lot of these dentists and even in healthcare, like these physicians, you know, their biggest things like, oh, customer acquisition, how do we get more leads? How do we get more people in the chair or in the exam room? And, you know, did a, a, an interesting exercise with a dentist here not too long ago. He's like, man, I really need, you know, to get more people in the seat. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, there's things that we can do that our software can do to help acquire a new new patient we can definitely assist with that but a lot of times these you know and it's not just healthcare it's in business itself like how do you get the customer to come back like he had was like 2000 patients in his in his database that had actually came and sat in the chair at one point to get whether it was a teeth whitening cavity filled crown or what have you and uh, i was like well out of those 2000, there's maybe like 700 that were active patients. I'm like, wow. where's the 1300? Like, what are you doing to communicate and educate and stay top of mind and engage with those? Wow. It's like, oh, well, we'll send out like a postcard here and there or do this or that. And it was kind of really eye opening because that's where the power of our tool comes into play because now you can send out like kind of these drip campaigns of like, hey, yeah, you need to come get your teeth whitening. But like, why are you even coming in for a cleaning? Like, let's talk about that, like yeah. the education behind that. And that's the thing specifically with dentistry, you know, because yeah, I honestly don't know. I just no, know I because every time I go to the dentist, they just book another appointment. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what they're looking for. for? Yeah, I have, no, I have no clue. And so like, you know, I've, you know, for the past almost 40 years of my life, I'm like, I had no clue like that. Your mouth is the gateway to your health. Like, right. Sometimes like the reason you have like knee pain and stuff and like is because of the bacteria in your mouth. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I had no clue. Yeah. And like actually one of the most like common causes for like heart disease starts with your mouth, like wow. and the bacteria therein. That. Either did I. And I'm like, if someone told me that, I would be totally going to the dentist like right. at least a couple times a year to get my teeth cleaned. Right. And then, and so there's just a lot of things. And now with the craziness, if you think about it, it's like, oh, it makes sense. Like I walked in and I thought it was kind of weird. I walked into uh, a dentist office not too long ago. I was had a lunch and learn with him and he has this big sleep apnea sign on, on his, you know, and that's the funny thing, you know, with a lot of healthcare, they have all the information, but it's tucked in the corner, these yep. little pamphlets and things like that. Yep. And, um, you know, I usually disregard him, but he had a big sign that said sleep apnea. And so I started talking to him about it. I was like, tell me more like sleep apnea. Like you're a dentist. Like, what does this have to do? He's like, well, yeah. But if you think about it, it starts with your mouth and different things like that. And so he starts educating me on sleep apnea and he 
is, I guess, certified or whatever the term might be to provide some of those services when it comes to sleep apnea. And I was like, holy cow. I was like, how, how do your patients even know that you do this? And he's like, yeah, some do. I'm like, well, what are you doing to market to it? He's like, oh, we've done mailers and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, and all of a sudden, like my mind's racing a million miles an hour. Cause I'm like, well, wait a second. How many clients or patients do you have in your database, whether they're right. active or inactive? He's like, oh, I don't know, a couple thousand. I'm like, well, you can utilize our solution. Think about how powerful this is. You know, hey, you snore bad at night. Like, here's a video educating you on like just even coming for I, a consult. I guarantee there's some people out there right now that are like, oh, I snore. Because yeah. people don't know about like sleep appliances. Yeah. Like you get that from your dentist. Yeah. Like it like. Like what, 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 what's a sleep appliance? Well, it's a little something, some, some you put, that's right, my wife has one. So a little something, some you put it in your mouth and it helps you not snore. And yeah. a lot of that, like a lot of that is caused like a lot of sleep apnea and things like that caused from like that. But how would we know? The only reason I know is because my father-in-law is a dental lab guy, technician, I guess you'd call him, owns a dental lab and they make all these appliances for dentists. So when I met him, I'm like, I had no idea any of this yeah. stuff existed. Right. I mean, but it's just crazy that there's no, cause like, you think about it, like every six months you come in for a cleaning. Well, they might see that in six months, but really, what if they don't? Then it's yeah. a year. Well, what if they don't? Then it's two years, right? But if you're like targeted with that marketing and it's part of the culture, it's part of that education, it's part of the care, like, oh, cool. Like I'm coming in. Now I'm asking you, hey, I saw this video about you the other day that you sent me about sleep apnea. Like, I think I think I might have some itch. Can we, how, how do I look into that? Yeah. It's I, like, I mean, and how much more, like you're more apt to sell that because you have a relationship with them already instead of, and that you care to help yeah. them. Like you got to put it in a, like you are doing this for their better good. Cause no one loves to have sleep apnea, obviously. No, no. And so it's like, how can, I'm going to help you. But no one does that. No one has that personal touch. It's all, you know, oh, hey, I'm going to put a flyer, a mailer, I'm going to send an email. But those open rates are like less than 10% always. Mailers yeah. get thrown away yeah. and you forget about it. Right. But if you had like a watch this video book here to call, you know, with the, with the technology, it's like, or, you know, or click here to call or click to book an appointment through, you know, those, those relationships we got with patient genie and what they're doing. And it's like, Oh, cool. Like this, this is, this is easy. Make it easy for me. Easy to book an appointment for you. Yep. So no, I, I love, I love the education part because it's just so important to that, to that culture. Cause it just shows that you care. And I know we're talking a lot about medical right now, but it's really any business because there's so many businesses that can educate their customers so much more than they do because, and that shows that you care. So when you, you know, when I'm getting messages from people or I'm getting those videos or I, I you know, a safe family, when, I, when a family member sends me a video or when someone sends me a video or a voice message or something like they took the time out of their day to do that, send me a video. And like that shows me that they care. That shows me that they want to be involved in my life, that, you know, so on and so forth. But if a business did that to me, I'd be like, whoa, that was cool. Even if it's an automated generic video that is automatically sent out, which is perfectly fine. But then how cool would it be to just pop up on there and shoot a personalized video for 10 seconds and introduce himself, see in an hour. Like there's so many different cool things that people could use this technology for to, like I you know, said, put the little deposit of relationship capital in there that holds that bond of that, that relationship, that culture, that community that they feel a part of it where they know the expectation. Like you set the expectation before they ever come into the door yes. or before you ever go to the appointment, which is huge because Quite often when you're going to somewhere new or you haven't gone in a while, there's a little little level of anxiety or unknowns. But if you take all that away, you educate, you empower them to, you know, kind of here's what's going to happen and this and that. Like it, it, a lot can happen. A lot can happen. Well, and yeah, absolutely. And, and if you th think about it, like the power of video 
and those interactions and that engagement is huge. You look at it in our personal lives, like social media, right? You, the Instagram lives, like TikToks, like we'll scroll for hours on that right. stuff. And it's a lot of the stuff, yeah, it's funny and stuff, but like it's really not in most instances adding adding a huge amount of value to right. our lives yeah, besides wasted true. time. Right. But you, but you all better watch this on Instagram. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Duty rises. That's that's for sure. But now all of a sudden like when you add the educational piece to it, like it's funny because there's some t- statistics out there, I think it was through Google, that when a, a company uses video in any sort of marketing, like they have a ninety five percent like uh, close rate. Really? when it comes to acquiring a new customer. And I was like, holy crap, like this is astonishing. And it makes complete sense though, because the power of that, we want that personal touch. We want that engagement. And it's in a lot of instances, like authentic from a, a business perspective, you know, right. tonight, you know, usually the weekend for my wife and I will at least try to find a, a night to get away to, to go on a date night. And the That's conversation, awesome. good on you guys. Yeah. And the conversation goes as follows, right? Where are we going to eat? I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, what do you mean you don't know? And then all of a sudden, like the next thing we know, we end up at like the same four restaurants every month. Right. And so, but if someone were to text me and be like, hey, come check out this. Here's a message from the chef. I don't care. It could be from McDonald's. Like tonight's the feature. Yeah. Hey, we got a feature. feature. Hey, I just, I just went to the market, bought a good old prime rib. Yeah. And I only got 10 pounds of this. So you better yeah. come in. Okay, cool. Let's go in. Like, yeah. there's just those little touch points that you like, I think is getting missed. So, so big, yeah. so big. And so like, it's just in really all aspects of, of our lives. And, you know, that's really what, you know, drives me. You know, obviously my passion, my why is, you know, a lot with my daughter, my family. And, but like at the end of the day, like I want to create those, those human interactions right. that are more authentic than just like, oh yeah, like cool. Going, driving down the freeway and seeing a billboard as right. to like why to come and visit a restaurant or a company or, or a healthcare. Like right. let us get to know the real you, like right. let you as a business, as a provider, let your audience experience the real you. And right. that's where like video comes into play and plays that significant role. Like we recently, uh, there's a, it's called uh, Boise family dental. They did a, an awesome shoot utilizing our technology. Just again, wasn't fancy, had the iPhone, but we were able to bring in what they were trying. It was a, I believe called a Cerex machine. And it completely explained like, Hey, when you come in, we can actually mill your crown and like, their whole thing was like, what, through this machine, we can mill your crown in like an hour. So come in during lunch and we'll have you out the door before your lunch is over. Right. And it's like, holy cow, like, you know. I love that. That's awesome. Like, yeah. And they educated me like on the equipment that they were using. And like a lot of times like, you know, staying with dentistry, but like I'll go into the dentist and I'm like, well, I have this like phobia because every time you hear that drilling noise and these different things and like, you know, explain to me the why behind this right i right. mean we're you know it, it just to me like it's some of those things like it's it's silly but like for whatever reason like i literally cringe whenever i go into a dentist's office and right now dentistries are our number one client, <laughs> yeah. client or industry but like i go in there and i'm like hey educate me on why you use these machines and what are they like you see these like massive hooks that are going in your mouth and like 
looks kind of freakish from the outside, but like once they explain, it's like, hey, no, it actually doesn't hurt. Like we're just gonna, this is what we're looking for. This is why we use this instrument versus that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like now I'm so much more at ease because I'm, you know, educated and it's, um, yeah, I think a lot of us have some of those, I don't want to say phobias, but those anxieties when it comes to healthcare and, um, you know, some of the things, what they're going to do or what they're not going to do. And well, because there's so many unknowns, like you, yeah. you walk, I don't know if they're going to tell me what they're going to tell me. And the create, I mean, I mean, you have, you have no idea half the time. You don't know who you're going to talk to half yeah. the time. You don't know, you know, if it's same hygienist, the same, you know, different, this and different that, which I know you have employee turnover. It's okay. But it would be pretty cool to get those videos and get that education before everyone in there. And I mean, it's a talking point, right? Like, Hey, did you watch the video? Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was pretty cool. Yeah. Then we start talking about educating more yeah. chair side. Like that would be even, I mean, you can totally change the vibe and the culture because it's super, I mean, dentistry, I would, I would say, and a lot of medical is very high. It's highly competitive because yeah. there's a lot, I mean, I pull up the list of nephrologists and there's more nephrologists than I could even imagine. Right. But yeah. I have no clue why it's, it's a total close my eyes point. Okay, cool. Hope I picked the right one. Hope, yeah. I had no <laughs> idea. Um, you know, I, yeah, I mean, so it's 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 really hard when people don't know. But if I had a video, I could look at. Okay, cool. I don't really like. Maybe I'll vibe with him. Maybe cool. Or he's like, oh, young guy. Like the my last nephrologist I had, um, I stopped. I, I I probably should still go. I'm still very deeply in my kidney issues, but I stopped going because he moved, and then he never referred me to anybody, so I never went back. And so, but he was cool because he specialized in sports related. Um, you know, kidney issues and mine was a sports related kidney issues he was a, a professional crossfitter it was really he was like me and him were like we vibed together because he knew everything i was going through he knew how the body reacted to different things and how dangerous i could push myself um like i thought about doing an iron man which I, I still might like i'm and i'm not and i'm not gonna do the full iron man everybody it's gonna be like a super sprint which is a it's a it's a joke i'm not gonna like but i'm gonna do it um, but, but, uh, my last nephrologist basically was like, Hey, if you do anything like that, you'll probably die. And I'm like, really? And he was like, your body would just go into really bad rhabdo again. And you, you wouldn't make it this time. And I'm like, okay. So now I'm sitting here thinking, well, my whole family's talking crap saying I can't do it. My doctor's saying I probably shouldn't, you know, so it's still up in the air at the current moment. Um, if I want to do it, but then now, but then, you know, but then that was two years ago since I've been to the doctor yeah. and you know, I'm very familiar with how my body is and how, how I'm feeling. So I know what it feels like to be in the issue that I'm in. So I'm still very much alive in, in the issue. Um, but I probably should go back to the doctor, but I need, I want to know, like, can I do this or can I not? Like, I'm going to kill myself. So, um, cause before my family got really competitive in this, I was just going to do a golf tournament. Like my goal, <laughs> I have a golf coach. It's, you know, I was going to be like in September, October this year, I was going to do a golf tournament and that was going to be my midlife crisis thing. Um, but now my whole family is doing a triathlon. So I'm like, well, I might, might not make it to the end of it. We're going to try. Um, but that's why I got to do a super sprint. But I've been, you know, trying to train, slowly train, get my body used to it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I've lost a lot of weight and a lot of you know people on Instagram probably notice. And I've lost like 35 pounds. So it's been pretty cool. But um, but I just, I, I don't, like, I, I don't have that education, right? And even when I was, like, I, I got this paper at home still. It says stage four kidney disease. I don't know what that means. He, I don't know. I really don't know what that means. When you look it up on Google, it's not good. Yeah. Um, I think there's only five stages. Yeah. I was going to say, when it says anything with stages and it's past like a one or two. I yeah. So it says stage four kidney disease. And I was on the list for a transplant and I don't even know where that's at. Like, I, 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 
I mean, I, I sound like an idiot right now, but like I was supposed to, you know, figure out where, where I was at with that, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, but there was just no education. Like people would ask me like, oh, are, are you allowed to drink this? I don't know. What are you doing for it? I don't know. What medication are you taking? Nothing. Like, I don't know. And then I meet someone in the same situation. They're like, oh, my doctor told me to stop taking this, stop drinking this. I'm on this medication, all these things. And I'm like, I don't know. And so it's just, I think there's a lot of lack of education and follow-up, right? And I think yeah. that's where experience you comes into play in what you're doing. And I love it because like, this is going to completely change, I think, the landscape. Or I know it's going to change the landscape of a lot of different individuals because of that education piece where they can feel confident in what they've got, they think they got, or the doctor that they chose, the business that they chose, the whoever they're, you know, have that personal relationship with, they, they're confident that they're getting that level of service that is, that is at a high, high level of, of a high standard because it's every, everything is hyper-competitive, real estate agents, insurance yeah. agents, businesses, dentists. But if you have that little touch with that experience you, and it's all about them, it's all about you. It's all about the customer. Yep. It's all about the individual. It's all about the, the employee. You're having those little deposits of relationship capital being deposited, right? And, you know, it's that much more where, like, you have that bond. And then you start to create that loyalty, like you were talking about earlier, where now, now you're focused on that cheaper customer acquisition because new customers are very expensive to acquire. Yep. But if you deposit that relationship capital in, in, in that, and then you're educating them and telling them why you should stay with them, hey, happy birthday, I love you. Have a great day. I mean, you don't have to go that extreme, but all these different things, it's like, I'm not leaving. I'm loyal. Cause a lot of people are loyal. I would, you know, hopefully, I don't know what the stats say. I've never looked at it, but I, a lot of people I know are loyal. Yeah. And, but if, but how many times have you went to like, Hey, I'm going to leave my barber or I'm going to leave my doctor. And I haven't seen him in six months. So I don't really feel like it matters. Yeah. But if I had a video every week, in personalized happy birthdays and a Merry Christmas and all these different things, people would be like, you know, but he, he messages me every week or he or she or whoever. I'd feel loyal to them for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. So dude, I love what experience he's doing. I'm, I can't wait to get to the moon. And yeah, I'm, I'm super happy I, I, because I, it goes right along with culture and that experience that you get. You, you won't get anywhere else than with experience you. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and I appreciate that. We're, we're super blessed and fortunate to have you along with, you know, a number of other partners that see and caught the vision of, of what this can become. And, um, I, I truly believe like, you know, for me, like in these, I've learned so much over the last year, as far as, you know, the good, bad, and ugly when it comes to, to running and starting a business. But ultimately, yeah, you, there's a, a lot of hurdles and, and stumbling blocks, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I've, for whatever reason, I, I used to not like him as much when he was a player, the, the one and only Kobe Bryant, just yep. because I think he would put the dagger in our jazz heart. Oh, he, uh, he, he, he was a jazz killer. For he was sure. a jazz killer. But as I've, uh, been infatuated with just his life and his grit and, and determination and, and, and hard work. But he, uh, I was listening to one of his, uh, biographies the other day and he was talking about failure and he was like, failure doesn't exist. And at first I was like, what it doesn't exist. He's like, no, failure does not exist. It's just a figure of your imagination and it's a, a moment in time. He's like, either you progress, you may digress, but you don't fail. You either learn from that experience or you either, you know, don't learn from it and continue bad habits and, and things like that. And it just really stuck with me because through this journey over the last, 
just over a year that we've started this, it's been it's been tough. It's right. I mean, you, you put a lot on the line. Yeah, I've, I've everything put everything on the, on the line. Yeah, everything. Like on the option line. failure is not an option right. at this point. And so, um, but that's why it's again so blessed and appreciative to have such you know good partners like you and and all the others that have, have seen and caught this vision. And there's a there's definitely a need in a market for this, and that's really like what excites me. You know, when you wake up in the morning, it's like who can we help better engage you know, with their audience and there's everyone like, that's the thing. It's not like a very niche market where it's like, Oh, only these select people. Like, you know, unfortunately, like with, you know, the RV world, like it's very niche market and there's certain demographics that obviously, you know, tailor more towards that, that camping and outdoor enthusiasts where like here, it's like, Hey, this is any business any practice, any provider can leverage our tool in any way, shape, and form. And we provide them the tools and the the technology to do so, um, you know, even to the scripts and different things like that to help them start those. But really, we want them to be authentic. We want, right. again, we don't want this to be robotic in the sense that like, hey, yeah, you have to say it like this or do this. Like, we'll give you the tools, but we want you to be you. Like, right. why would someone want to come see you? Right. Why would someone want to to come to to your dealerships? And that's where you add your spin and, and flavor to it. Obviously, we provide the tools, but again, all this can be done with literally just a smartphone, right? Oh, <laughs> right so, in our right in our hand. Right. Like it's not that. like it's you have to go out and you know we're sitting here and I see all this awesome equipment as you know we're sitting here talking during this podcast. It's really what we've done is we've taken that where now you can just do it with your phone and it's a simple way to do it to where it provides an awesome experience, you know, great quality and just really enhances like that, that opportunity. Again, I know I've said it multiple times throughout our conversation today, but like the power of having someone experience the real you, like, I mean, I, I, I just look at it and I'm like, man, like there's so many restaurants, you know, there's been doing some market research and there's over 33 million small businesses with 50 employees or less. Wow. But a lot of them don't get to be heard or they don't have a way or, you know, to market to their, their clientele. And we've tried to do this to make it one affordable and effective, you know, with our different plans um, out there to where like, you're not breaking the bank. There's some, some cool technologies out there, but like you're paying seven, $800 a month for some of these technologies right. where our plans start as low as $89 a month. Yeah, eight, like, like, like Let's say that again, 89 bucks a month. Like we're talking, you know, the, the lowest plan, um, and changes the game. Yeah. Like completely changes the game yeah. as far as engagement. Like that, that's, that's crazy. Cause there's some other platforms. Like you said, I was paying 700 bucks a rooftop. Yeah. I had nine of those. Yeah. I'm 6,300 bucks a month yeah. in some of these. Like I can't like freak man. Like, I cannot believe that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's awesome. And I mean, again, like un- unfortunately with the way technology has gone, like we were looking at ways to simplify our life. Like I remember we're residents of Kaysville and we've loved going to the Kaysville theater. Right. It's awesome. And but like we've gone less because they changed the marquee to where I, I don't even know what vi- what movies are playing. And so like I haven't gone. But if I were to receive a text, like even if it was a couple times a month, like, hey, 
here's a link to our website of what's playing, you know, come watch the new Spider-Man that just, that we just got or whatever. Like I'd be like, Oh, I'd probably go at least once, maybe twice. But like, I, I just don't go as often because it's, it's not a convenient. I don't, you know, I drive down up and down main street right. multiple times a day. And I used to see like, Oh, cool. Hey kids, you want to go see this movie? It's playing tonight at seven. Right. And I'm like, I don't see that. And for me to jump on their website, like not yeah. that it's, it's two buttons away, but like, it's just that like, uh, it's not top of mind, not top of mind. It's like not everybody's on easy. their phone. Right. Like, yeah. and I'm thinking right now, like, you know, I want to figure out, you know, how, how I could best use something like this for my, my listeners of this podcast and that engagement where they get a video, like I put stuff on Instagram, but my engagement on Instagram is not very good, not very good at all. So yeah, like I'm thinking, it's more, you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of things that people could use just the platform to just get that, ex the, you know, have them experience me. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, going to the, the phone thing too, it's more authentic if it's shot in an iPhone real quick, like as a selfie mode, like, Hey, how's it going? Colts want to let you know I'm Dr. So-and-so I'll see you in a little bit, whatever. Boom. It's like, man, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't, there's no production. It's easy. It's almost easier to do a 10 second video, shoot it off to somebody and then it had to open up your email, go to the desk, do this, yeah. do that. Like yeah. if I'm sitting in a car and I'm a doctor, like that's cool. I'd be like, man, that was, that was, that's, I, I wouldn't know what to say. Like if I all of a sudden I got a text from a doctor and he's sitting in his car and saying, Hey, I'll see you in a couple of hours. I'll see you tomorrow. I'd be like, that's my guy right there. Like yeah. that's a real authentic person, yeah. but they get to experience you. So I love that. Yeah, or the the doctor just gets done at the gym. He's like, "Hey, just finished up the gym, heading into work. Looking forward to seeing a few hours or whatever." Yeah, like it's like, oh wow, this guy is actually has a life outside of his profession type yeah. thing. And you know, a lot of times we identify people based off of you know certain stereotypes, whether it's their profession or whatever it may be, and um, we just never really get an opportunity to to experience these the authenticity or the authentic version of that person right. or that individual and so um yeah it's it's been again it's been a whirlwind uh, as far as this last year is when it comes to to starting a business and things like that but you know it, it's 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 been awesome to see how the markets received this and like when people when we get a chance to sit down and talk with people about it they're like holy cow like this is this really can be and is game-changing or any in all aspects right. and uh of, of business and and healthcare and so forth so right um dude i, I think it's i think it's going to change the game um yeah wrapping this up i just want again I, I appreciate you being on here i know you're yeah. very very busy um where can people if people are interested in experience you where can people reach out also you know you can reach out to my instagram dms you know everybody knows knows that i answer all my dms so jason haugen if you're interested in something like this but and if you want to have more customer engagement you need to reach out to colton team um or me like this will change the game let us let us tell you i you know i can tell you too yeah um, but where can people see yeah so right now yeah right now we're we've been in the process we, we kind of put the cart before the horse in some regards and in the way we've uh laid out our website. So, I mean, our website's functioning. You can go there. There's some, some good information. We're in the process of really revamping that. Um, as you go there now, like I mentioned, it's probably looks like it's a little bit geared more towards healthcare, right. but it's really for any and all business so that, you know, you can go there. It's just experience. And this is where it gets tricky because it's no ex, it's not EX, it's just X experience. Right. And then dash you.com, um, is our website. So you can go there. You know, you can also reach out to me directly. My email's Colt. That's just C-O-L-T at 
experience-u.com. Um, and then, um, and that's you is just the, the letter U just the letter. Yeah. 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 Great point. Just the letter U. So we can do this and I'll, I'll send over some information that you can, you know, post on some of your, your media accounts and so forth cool. that can, yeah. And we'll, we'll tag it in this description as well. Um, we'll put the URL in there and then, you know, your email and, but, but I think, I think people, I mean, you got to look at this guy. Like, I think that it's, if, if you're wanting to, 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 you know, get to more people, have that personal touch, sell more effectively and market more effectively and communicate more effectively. Like this platform, like everybody is using their phone, you know, text messages is, is, is really, really highly open. Like open rates and text messages. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening to this, like you, you gotta, you gotta look into it. Cause I think, I think it's game changing. Like even for me, like just for this podcast, like if, if you're listening to this and you got a text from me every single day, um, you know, that would be, it'd be a different game changer than, you know, my Instagram. I know, Ed Milet does it. I'm on his texting yeah. thing. Um, I think it's awesome. And so um, if you're out there, you know, definitely look into this. Colt, the last thing I want to ask you is what do you, how do you define success? What does, what does success mean to you? Yeah, it's uh that's a great question. And, I, and honestly, uh, I'm glad you asked that because over the last year, you know, as I was going through some of these things, you know, we've had you know, bits and pieces of success here and there, as well as, you know, what most people would probably deem as failures. But, you know, as I mentioned before, as to what Kobe Bryant said, like, those are just opportunities for growth. And so, you know, a lot of times, unfortunately, when you get into business, I think people associate success with a certain dollar amount or, um, or, or status that way. And, you know, for me, success has honestly been just getting better than I was the day before and how, how you measure that. I mean, sometimes it can be subjective, but you know, I, I look at just, you know, it's, it's easy, you know, you can look and be like, Oh man, like was this last year a success? And in a lot of ways it was absolutely a hundred percent a success. And the reason right. being is because it made me a better, well-rounded individual, you know, right. from, you know, just the to be able to go through some of these experiences like I, I just i view success in a different way and it's just really for me it's this personal journey of becoming better in really all aspects of my life whether that's physical spiritual um you know obviously temporal financial as well but um that's really what i've you know focused you know Right. And define success as rather so much than like, oh, it's the status of reaching a certain dollar amount or having right. a certain number of clients or, or this, that and, and the, the other. And so ultimately just really trying to be a better individual, better than I was yesterday. And that right. doesn't mean that, you know, you don't slip up and stumble. And um, but ultimately, that. like for the most part, that's that's how I see and view it. That's awesome. Man. And I think, there, you know. In, in my eyes, I think you're super successful. And I think you've had a heck of a year. You've gone through a lot, but you're still standing here, man. I mean, the stuff that I've seen you do and just, you know, with your back against the wall and you, you've, you've gone through it. I mean, that's why, like, I bought into you. And, like, that's why I'm super excited about this. And I want to share this with the world because, you know, I don't want anybody to go through the experience that you went through with your daughter. And so if we can educate and empower uh, more people um, to – to have that information easily and readily available, I'm all for it. And as well as, you know, selfishly for the culture, I love it. I think it's yeah. just a huge part. And so Colt, 
you know, thank you for being on the show. It really, really means the world to me. Um, you know, and I'm very excited about this because it goes so hand in hand with what I'm doing. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been great to chat about something that I feel we're both passionate about, right? So for sure. If you like this episode, please share it with people, um, comment, give me a thumbs up. And remember, if you want to consult with me, if you want me to coach you anything culture, reach out to me at Jason at I am jasonhaugen.com or hit me up on my website, Jason or I am jasonhaugen.com. I appreciate you all. And we will see you on the next episode of Culture Camp.